Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after die. Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Miss, Mr. Safe over there Oh, Safe That's a bold like, move Like uh, 12 weeks We'll be unemployed I just want to say That's right in 12, in 12 weeks We'll be uh, We'll be sitting next to The burn, bar, burn barrel out uh, Under the bridge Run the RPO, Chad It's not hard Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay, they're, they're they're doing so good. Their coach just got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful, <laughs> and their offense is very very bad. We need to come up I, with like an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. One yeah. six. I think he shanked the extra point. Reaches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick Six Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Dick. That's right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. I'm Nathan. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? Hello, everyone. That's nice, Jake. Yes. That's nice. I like that. That's yeah. a lot better than the hello. <laughs> All right. Welcome I to like the uh, <laughs> welcome to the uh, the SEC preview show. Uh, if you listened last week to our 2020 kickoff show and our team selection show, thank you. And uh, today we're going to break down um, the entire SEC, both the East and the West division. Uh, in an all 10 game, all SEC uh, conference schedule. Um, you guys ready to get started? Let's do this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Jake. Uh, where are we going first? We're going to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Tell us what we need to know. Well, everybody knows the Bama lost to, uh, uh, to the gone. draft. He gone. Jerry Judy's gone. Henry Ruggs is gone. Um, you lose a lot of key pieces on offense, but um, I think Bryce Young will – he might end up he might end up winning the starting job straight out of the gate, but just because um uh Mac Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones was there last year. He'll probably um he'll probably uh win it for the, at least the first game against Mizzou. You might even see Bryce Young against Mizzou because it's probably gonna be a blowout. Yeah. I bet he can um, yeah, I bet he plays. Yeah, I mean they play at Mizzou, but I don't think that really. I think that's kind of matters. The, the kind of the plan. I think by the Georgia game on the October seventeenth. Yeah. Uh, to have have Bryce uh, Bryce uh, Young in. And there. the thing about Bama is they lose Judy and Ruggs, but they still have Jalen Waddle and they still have uh, Devonta Smith, yeah. who are both going to be first round receivers probably. Right. And then defense, they get um, their biggest piece probably in um, uh, Mac Wilson. So or, yeah, is it Mac Wilson? <laughs> There's too many. Uh, ju- is it Mac Wilson? Uh, you're thinking of Dylan Moses. Dylan Moses. Mac Wilson was last year. Yeah, linebacker. Yeah, because he yeah. plays for Cleveland. Yeah, now. they've got um, they they got a few guys coming back and and uh, last year was the first year that uh, Bama missed the playoff in the playoff mm-hmm. era. So you got to know Saban's going to be like just completely. Um, he's he's out for blood. Well, and then they got Patrick Sertan at corner, and he's up there with um, LSU's kid uh, yeah. Stingley. Yeah, um, the um, the over under on Bama is setting at eight and a half. The big games on the schedule: uh, Georgia uh, at home, and that's it. Followed <laughs> by <laughs> uh, just about it. They got Tennessee that's on ten twenty four. Yeah, and LSU. They got Arkansas on twelve five. Yeah, that, that might be an L. That might be that one. Uh, might not get played. Uh, the Iron Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't forget about the Iron Bowl. They oh, my favorite, my favorite bowl. My favorite bowl. All right, Jake. I personally think Bama goes undefeated. Right. You think Bama goes undefeated? Yes. So you were taking on eight and a half. You're taking the over. Yes. Okay. Yep. Caleb, what do you think? Eight um, I think they go nine and one, but yeah, definitely over. Caleb says nine and one. He's going with the over. Oh man, should I? Should I? Should I go under just to throw you guys off? Do it. Uh, we talked before the show. I think that that game. Um, with Georgia coming to town and then Tennessee following it, that's a little tricky. Um, but I'm not as super high on Tennessee as everyone else is. I think LSU, uh, talent-wise, um, I think that they um, are going to be better than I think. But I, I don't see Bama uh, losing two games this year, not again. So uh, I'm going to go over. And I honestly think if they don't lose to Georgia, um, uh, I think that uh, – it's it's undefeated season right there. Oh, for sure. So, yep. All right, Alabama 
consensus is they're going over eight and a half wins on the year. All right, Caleb. Uh, the next team on the slate is the Old Miss fighting Lane Kiffin. Yeah, like Nate said, the uh, the biggest story for Ole Miss this year is the hire of Lane Kiffin. And uh, I, th- I think he's going to be pretty good for them in a couple of years. He's going to definitely get some big recruits in there. He's a pretty good recruiter. So it'll be uh, – I'd like to see what he does in the next couple of years. But uh, for the Ole Miss offense, they got their starting quarterback, John Rice Plumley. He's back after leading the SEC in rushing yards per game at 113. Um, they also got a uh, returning uh, running back who uh, counted for 894 yards and eight touchdowns rushing and receiving. Uh, so he's probably going to be a big part of that Rebel offense. Um, they only have th- they have th- well it says three and a half starters returning for the offensive line. I guess one of their uh, sophomores split time with a senior last year, so they got pretty much four returning starters on the offensive line. So that that's a good uh, good thing for them. And then they got they're kind of uh, they're kind of young in the. Uh, wide receiver group, so those guys don't have many catches. I guess their leading catcher only ha- had 67 yards, 67 catches and six touchdowns last year. He's returning. That's not bad. And then they yeah, got that's a, not terrible. Uh, they got a grad transfer from Temple, and um, he's a tight end, so he, he was, he's looking to have add to that offense. Um, the defense, I probably should have read some of this before I started this. <laughs> Uh, the defense is, yeah, not, not so good. Not so good. No, not, so good. not not much is coming back from that defense. They gave up. Uh, they gave up quite a bit last year. So, all right. Well, Ole Miss they picked up from uh, the the, uh, the SEC East. Of course, they got the regular West slate. They picked up uh, the Florida Taters. They picked up uh, Vandy. They picked up South Carolina. Uh, so they they came out pretty good. And of course, they uh, they get to play Arkansas. So. Um, Ole Miss, the over-under is set at four and a half. What do you say, Jake? Four and a half? Four and a half, yes. Four and a half. That means they got to get five wins to, uh, to to go to the over. I think they hit. They probably get oh, man, four and a half. That's a tough line. It is. That's it a is. weird. That's like right in the. It's right in the middle. Five, five and five is an over right. or a losing season is, is the under. I'm going to go so. under. Under. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's an under. Yeah, I only only see uh, probably four or three definite wins on their schedule at Arkansas, at Vanderbilt. Not a definite win. And versus South Carolina. That's right. So I'm gonna go with the under as well. And they're, I'd say they go f- four and four and six. When I'm looking at the schedule, I look at Florida loss, Kentucky loss, Alabama loss. I think they get on the board with a win in Arkansas. Nope. They lose to Auburn. They win at Vandy with their biggest game of the year. Uh, they have to go to Vandy, so that could be cute. Uh, South Carolina, I think uh, Will Muschamp is going to be playing for his job. Uh, I think that's a toss-up. Will Muschamp needs to win that game. Uh, A&M's loss, Mississippi State, uh, I think that's a toss-up. And then LSU is a loss. So I think there's only three losses there. I'm going uh, with the board, and I'm going under. I think uh, – Three wins, maybe four. I just don't see them getting to five wins. All right, so the next team on the slate, we're moving right along. The next team on the slate is the Auburn Tigers. Auburn is one of the most interesting teams in the SEC. Uh, I think every year Auburn beats somebody they're not supposed to and loses to somebody that they're also not supposed to. So uh, in true Gus fashion, there's not a lot of – a lot, not a not a lot of info on what's happening over um, on the plains. Uh, I will tell you this though: Auburn last year had a pretty good year. They beat Bama, which they always do in odd years. This is mm-hmm. not an odd year. Um, they have to go um, to Alabama this year, uh, so I don't think that's going to be very well. And I think they're overmatched far as talent-wise. Uh, their backup quarterback, uh, Joey Gatewood, the big kid that, that kind of ran the ball. Uh, he has transferred to Kentucky. Yep. Uh, so that's something to be thinking about, and that's where they open up the season. Um, and we'll talk about Kentucky um, here in a little bit. But um, I do know this, though, as far as on the COVID front, I know this is not something that a lot of people are, are um, putting numbers out there on there, but they've tested each of their players seven times, 
and this last yeah that's a lot so it's like 900 tests uh total but uh, this last test this last test they've gotten zero positive oh that's good so uh that was just this the end of this week so auburn far as the, the COVID scenario goes, they seem to be doing a, a really good job, and that's not been the case as we've seen uh, with, with teams like UNC and Notre Dame and, and such having to cancel Notre Dame's the big uh, one. practice. Well, Notre Dame's playing it a little safe. It's silly. Uh, they are they? Like, they got like two two team positives, but there's 150 on campus, and everybody's freaking out. So, But uh, the over-under set on Auburn, I think this is one of the hardest ones for me uh, to pick. The over-under is set at five and a half. Like I said before, they – they open up at Kentucky, then they got a big game on the road at Georgia. Um, monster game against Arkansas. Uh, Chat, Chat Morris and Malzahn, they may throw up uh, 85 in that game. 130. Not even close. Uh, South Carolina win, Old Miss win, LSU coin flip, Mississippi State win, Tennessee coin flip, Alabama loss, and then A&M, I think it's a coin flip. I think with the over-under set this low at 5.5, I think i got to go over. Um, on this, I think this is a six and four team yep. uh, at the very least, but um, it should be interesting. Auburn, there, there's three teams in the West, and we're going to talk about them. But I think there's three teams in the West that are um, they're coin flips almost every game, uh, and Auburn's one of them. So I'm going over. Caleb, what do you got? Um, yeah, I see four definite wins on their schedule, and then I think two out of the other six, I think they can probably win. So I think they get six wins, and I think it's over. Yeah, I think that's I think that's over. Jake, I think it's over. Six. I, I agree with you. Six and four. Yeah. It seems like it seems like you know it, it's kind of interesting to think. Usually we're operating on a twelve game schedule, you know. So you think six wins isn't that good, but I think in the in the COVID area, six wins or better uh, this year. I think that's a pretty impressive season, especially when you're playing, you know, all SEC teams. You know what I mean? So you're taking away those two cupcake games, yep. but um, I th- I still think Auburn uh, is in the top half. They got Bo Nix coming back. They got some some. Some good guys still on defense, even though they've lost those uh, those big names on the interior of the D line. So I think they'll be pretty good. All right, let's go next to Jake. Yes, sir, the moment we've all been waiting for. Just just kidding. We're gonna do them last. We're gonna make them wait till the end to uh, to do Arkansas. So let's go ahead, Jake. Uh, let's go with the Georgia Bulldogs. All right, sounds good. Um, like a lot of teams this year, uh, Georgia's gonna have uh, quarterback questions. Uh, they've got Jamie Newman, and they have the transfer from USC and JT Daniels. Um, they got a five-star in Brock Vandergriff, um, who I don't think has a chance to win it, the starting job. Um, and like I said, even the the, um, the Georgia guys don't even really know uh, uh, who's in the lead of the starting job or anything like that. Um, I think it's going to be um, Jamie Newman, um, just based off what he did at Wake Forest plus JT Daniels. Um, plus JT Daniels, uh, didn't even what, what JT Dan- how many games did JT Daniels play last year? He didn't. Like he, two? he only played uh, first the first game, I think. He got hurt like first second yeah. game, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's uh he's still uh, kind of banged up a little bit yeah. from what I've heard. Yeah, I so. think Jamie Newman's probably gonna win that job. I mean, Jamie Newman's really good anyway. From uh, he carried a pretty bad Wake Forest team. Um, and then obviously Georgia lost DeAndre Swift to the draft. Um, they lost Isaiah Wilson and um. Uh, Andrew Thomas, they lost Solomon Kinley. So they lost three starters that I can think off the uh, – oh, and they lost Cade Mays. To te- he went to Tennessee. Um, he transferred back to Tennessee. So they lost a lot of starters on the offensive line. Um, and uh, they lost their big uh, tight end as well. Um, can't th- uh kid with the tattoos all over his arms. What's his name? The big kid. I don't remember. You know you know who I'm talking I about? Try, I try not to watch them last year. Oh, God, I can't. I know his name. I just can't think of it. Uh, another but big story is uh, they've got a new OC, so they've kind of played this little uh, hand off the ball and get out of the way uh, scenario at Georgia for the last few years. But uh, they've got Todd Munkin coming in at OC. And uh, if if Kirby, old, old Curb Stomp, lets, uh, lets the guy air it out, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I think uh, – I think um, – I think Jamie Newman can succeed in that offense. You think about him at Wake Forest, he did good, and he had nobody around him. Right. So I think Georgia, far as talent-wise, they should be able to hang far as talent-wise with anybody in the country. Uh, so I think it's going to be interesting well, to see if, if Kirby lets them in. And the out. thing about Georgia is they return, like, their entire defense. They return, yeah. like, Monty Rice. They return Eric Stokes, who's one of their top – who is their, that, their top that, corner. That's a nasty defense. Yeah, and then Richard LeCount uh, is a returning safety. He's been there for, like, yeah. eight years. 
Um, and they yeah. got George Pickens at wide receiver. And, and they were all freshmen last year. Every yeah. one of their receivers that caught balls was yep. freshmen. George had, Pickens is going to be good. They're going to be, yeah. They're going to ca- be real He kind of showed up his first game against uh, Notre Dame, which he he yeah. he had a good game. So, um, All right, so the over-under here I think is set a little bit low. But for Georgia, um, I think the biggest game on their schedule is obviously that week four matchup against Alabama at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Um, over under set at seven and a half. What do you think, Jake? Uh, well, Georgia, I think, goes nine and one with their only loss being at Bama. Um, I don't think they have a problem with their first three games, which is Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee. Um, I think at Bama is their toughest game. They have at Kentucky, which I think they win. They should win. Uh, they've got Florida at home, which is big. So I think they win that game. At Mizzou will be a win. Mississippi State at home is a win. At South Carolina's, I doubt they lose to South Carolina two games in a, or two years in a row because uh, they lost at. Uh, they better not. <laughs> they lost to South Man. Carolina at home last year. I think Fromm threw like four picks that game or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think three of them they, went to one they, guy. They gave it away. Yeah. Just, and then they didn't want to win. They they finished the season with Bandy, so I think nine and one. Um, maybe they lose. Uh, the only other one I could see them losing is Florida. Yeah. But I don't think they lose to Florida. So you're going on the over. Yeah, I'm going nine okay. and one. I got a hot take here. I'm going with the under. Under? Yeah. All right, Caleb, where do you see your losses at? Seven and three. I see a loss before the Alabama game at Tennessee. They just completely oh. overlooked Tennessee. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good That's a good. I pick. see them losing to Bama, and I see them losing in the, uh, the cocktail party okay. at Georgia. I got gotcha. so. gotcha. you. Caleb's going under. I'm going I, under. I agree with you, Caleb. I agree with you, Caleb. I don't think there's three losses there. I think there's two. I think they lose to Bama. I think Bama is hungry and, and, and hot. Like I told Jake, though, I think far as talent-wise, they can match up well against Alabama. It's going to be interesting to see. A lot of it is going to depend on the offense. That's what's so hard right now is we haven't seen, heard, or, or you know, figured out, like, what what they're going to do with the new offense. Um, but um, Well, I, I think – sorry. I was like, I think Jamie Newman can do ten times more than what Fromm can do with his arm. Yeah. And Jake Fromm's arm's not good. And he's got – Ballers around him. Yeah. That's what's going to yeah. Newman's arm is ridiculous. Yeah. He throws a absolute rocket. Well, you got to think, other than Cade Mays, all those O linemen are going to be trained up because Pittman recruited them. Yeah. Right. So I don't think but any of them left. That is the thing. They lost four yeah. O linemen. That's bad yeah. for any team. Yeah. That's going to be, it's going to be, so. so that's going to be interesting. Uh, and I think that's the difference because Florida has a nasty defensive line. So I think they get a win it. Uh, they, they, they fall to Florida. I think Florida finally gets over the hump. And I'm going to take them. On the over, but I think they have losses um, at Bama and Florida. And I forgot to mention them, but Zamir White, is, they lost DeAndre Swift to the draft, and they've got Zamir White replacing him. And everybody's saying that Zamir White's probably going to be um, top running back in the country. Gotcha. So that's another big, big piece for Georgia. If he can stay healthy, I think he tore his uh, ACL at the beginning of last year. Right. So right. he didn't even get to play. But right he's on. supposed to be really good. All right, so uh, Jake goes over, Caleb goes under with the hot take of the loss at Tennessee, and I take the over at eight. Over, over at okay, yeah, seven, seven and a half. half. I was thinking eight eight wins. So, all right, next we head to Starkville. Starkville fighting Mike Leach's. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the big story out of Starkville is, of course, the hire of Mike Leach and uh, his air raid offense he's going to bring to the SEC. We'll uh, see how that works out. Um, I hope it's uh, I hope it does good, but I think you have to build a ground and pound in the SEC. So we'll see. And then uh, Stanford grad transfer Kajo Costello comes over from the Pac-12. They are returning their leading SEC leading rushing yardage in Kylan Hill for his senior season. He's a beast. Yeah, he's freaking good. And then um, on defense, they got a new uh, DC in Zach Arnett. He's going to bring over that three-three-five defense. Should be pretty fun to watch. We played. We had a three-three-five in high school, and we we got killed. But we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's about uh that's about all I got for Mississippi State guys. You got anything to add? Man, I think that's it. I'm just excited to see Mike Leach back on the sidelines in the SEC. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, KJ Costello does. And I heard a hot take. Some people say that uh, you could argue argue that uh, KJ Costello, based on his stats. Uh, is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Probably. So we'll, he's we'll most, see. Yeah, we'll uh, see. He's probably, he, probably going to throw, up some, throw yeah. up some numbers. You know what I mean? He just got hurt last year. So, All right, the over-under for the Mississippi State fighting Mike Leach Bulldogs comes in at four and one-half games. 
Jake, what do you got? Um, uh, four and a half, you said? Four and a half. So I'm looking at their schedule. They got LSU, Arkansas, Kentucky, A&M, Alabama, Vandy, Auburn, Georgia, Old Miss, and Mizzou. Man, I don't see many wins on that schedule. I know. I, I feel like they're going to lose a game they should win, and they're going to win a game they shouldn't because somebody's not going to be ready for that air raid. I'm, I'm excited for that opening game, honestly. I think they win five. LSU? Okay. Who you got, Jake? So I'm going to go, gonna gonna go over. I think they win five. I think, well. You're about to say they're going to win <laughs> beat Arkansas, aren't you, Jake? Well, n- well, I'm looking at Arkansas and Kentucky. I don't know about either of those because I feel like they're – I don't – Mississippi Loss. State's, I think, toss-up. Kentucky, Kentucky's going to beat them. They're a toss-up Kentucky's team. a toss-up. Mississippi State's a toss-up. Yeah. No, like, um, as far as toss-up teams go, I think. LSU's a loss. Yeah. A&M's probably A&M's a loss. probably a loss. Bama's, Bama's a, loss. a loss. Auburn, Georgia's Auburn's a loss. probably a toss-up. That, that's five right there. I think Auburn's a loss. And Georgia's a loss. You've got, we got five guaranteed losses. I'll go ahead and tell you mine. we got five guaranteed losses and, and five that are – I'm not super confident about anyone that they're going to beat on that schedule. I know, Jake, everybody's been saying that Arkansas is going to beat them. So I'm going to go ahead and get out the way. I'm going under. I think this is a 3-7 and seven team. Like I said, they'll probably end up – they may end up winning. They may beat Auburn. I could see them beating Auburn, but I could also see them losing to a team like South Carolina or, or Arkansas or, Arkansas. or, Arkansas <laughs> yeah. or Mizzou in a crazy random game. Yeah. Like where it's raining or – Costello's got COVID well, or Mike Leach. Who knows? And the thing is, Mississippi State, Arkansas is typically always close no matter what. Yeah. Like, even when we were with Bielema, they always went to overtimes. Yeah. The only games they weren't close when Morris was here. And, and I'll tell you what I don't like is um, – so I followed uh, Washington State pretty close the last couple of years. Um, and Mike Leach teams with a new D.C. have not looked good. So his first year uh, at Pullman with Alex Grinch was a little bit rough. Uh, it takes a little bit for the D.C. to get to get used to having to rotate that many guys out and keep them fresh because you got to thank the offense for Mike Leach. Yeah, they, they either score in three plays or, or they they're turn it over. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So uh, the first year is usually pretty ugly, so I don't think that defense is going to be able to uh, to be able to stop a whole lot of people. What worries year. me about Mike Leach is the fact that he lost to a really, really, really bad UCLA team last year and gave up almost 70 points. Or no, did he give up? Over 70. Was it over? Was it, it was 67? Like a, it, or was was like it, was <laughs> it was almost 70 points. It was fun points. to watch. It was super fun. But the fact that that happened, you can't do that in the SEC. You're yeah. not – You're not. that's not going to fly. Like that, was a fir- that was a first-year defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, so they, that just worked. I mean, I know Mississippi State will have a better player pool, but – it's gonna be interesting. It's just I don't know. I don't yeah. like my, I don't like the Mike Leach hire personally. I like, but I love Mike. Leach. I like Mike Leach. I wish we'd have got him. But he's so mm. fun. No. He's so fun. The pirate. All right. So uh, Jake, you're going under. Yeah, I'll go under. Under four and a half, Caleb. I'm gonna go under as well. All right. So we all got the under. All right. We've all we been the same on all of them except, except for Georgia. Ke- yeah. Caleb thought uh, he thinks Kentucky or Tennessee's gonna win. All right. So moving on from the Mississippi State. Bulldogs. We go all the way to Gainesville and uh, Florida. Taters. Florida Gators. All right, guys. So I picked them on our team challenge, and I am, I am riding high on the Gators. Uh, so Monday after we after we picked our teams, I started doing some research on Florida, and uh, so last year they lost four four or five wide receivers to the draft. So that's going to be interesting. So they already got a depleted wide receiver room. Uh, they had one returning senior as that, that guy, Tony, with the same last name as us. Um, he's returning. He's been there for, like, ever. He's been, like, a four-year player. Uh, but him and two other wide receivers opted out of practice last week, uh, as well as their best defensive end. So that's not a good start due to due to COVID. They, they opted out of practice. It hasn't been confirmed if they're out for the year um, or, or, or what, but um, uh, it, should, it should be interesting to see if they come back. Uh, Florida's got a really uh, top – easy schedule so they got Ole Miss South Carolina A&M and then they play LSU um, and then they play uh, Mizzou so it sets up really good then they get an open date at Georgia and then they finish out the year with Kentucky and Tennessee so um, not too bad their teams from the the west that they picked up was Ole Miss A&M and Arkansas uh, along with the normal they play LSU um but uh, so the schedule stacks up really good for them. They're one of them teams that, that really benefited. Um, but like I said, they they've got some pieces missing. Um, 
We talked about KJ Costello. Kyle Trask comes back. He's arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Uh, and he is backed up by two absolute studs. Uh, one guy we saw last year, Emory Jones. And they just got a new five-star freshman beast. This dude's like 6'3", 235, and runs a sub 4'4", 40. Uh, and they still have one of the best tight ends in the nation, Kyle uh, Kyle Pitts. He's back. So it should be interesting to see. The defense is going to be strong again. I really like what Dan Mullen is doing over in Florida. I think this is the year that they finally get Georgia. Um, they, they've won a – New Year's Six Bowl the last two years, and Dan Mullen's first year, over 10 wins. Uh, I think 11, 11 and 2 uh, the last two years each. Uh, the over-under for Florida is set at 7.5. Caleb, we'll let you get it started. 7.5 for Florida. For Florida. Let's re-look re at their schedule here. Old Miss, South Carolina, A&M, LSU, Mizzou. Uh, I think it's an easy one, over. Two, personally. Three, four, five, six. Is it seven and a half? Yes. I'll, oh, man. I think they're seven and three, so. That's an under. Where, I you, get, where you got losses at, Caleb? Georgia. Okay. I'm looking at the wrong line here. Sorry. Georgia, Tennessee, and I think they uh, lose to LSU. Georgia, Tennessee, LSU. That's three Let's losses. Get Tennessee at the end of the year. They're going to be banged up. They're going to be hurting. I'm high on my balls this year, guys. The balls. I'm high on my balls. All right. So Caleb's going. Caleb's going. I'm going under. Going under on the taters. All right. What do you got, Jake? Uh, I think over. You're going over. Yeah, I think the only teams they lose to are uh, Georgia. Uh, only reason I think they lose Georgia is because Georgia's defense is so good. Um, I don't think Kyle Trask is that special, and they don't have a lot of experience at wide receiver. So. I think I don't know how they score on Georgia. All right, so I got a hot take on Florida. Okay. Okay. And then uh, um, I got I got Kyle Trask in true Felipe Frank's second year starting fashion, oof. blowing out his knee. <laughs> oh. In the, in the LSU game. I know what you're going with this. Emory Jones coming in, and then they're backed up by that. I mean, dude, this, this guy is a. He's he looks good. like a tight end. Uh, Anthony Richardson. He's bigger than Emory Jones. He's as fast. 235, 6'3", 235. He's a beast. That's a man. Okay. <laughs> He's a monster. And and so is um so is uh what's his name? Um the the Pitts, Kyle Pitts, the uh the tight end. Um I think they beat Georgia this year, but I'm with Caleb. I think that Kentucky game I could see them being undefeated. Um I think the Kentucky game or Tennessee game at the end of the year or even the A and M game week three. Yeah. Uh could could be a toss up. I I think they get over LSU this year. I think they beat them. Uh, I think that's a that's going to be a better game than people think. Uh, last year they played them close, and LSU was an amazing team. So, um, I think they go over. Um, I think I think this was one of the one of the harder ones too because uh, uh, there's so much going on. But I, I'm pretty high on the Gators. I think Dan Mullen's doing a really really nice job. So, all right, I got the over. Caleb's got the under. Jake has the over. All right. Now we go to Jacob, the South Carolina Gamecocks. Yeah, South Carolina, <laughs> I think, is going to be um, pretty uh, – okay. Uh, South Carolina thinks it'd be pretty average this year. Um, they lose uh, their top receiver in Brian Edwards. They don't really – I think their returning um, receiver had under 500 yards and under 50 catches. Uh, they lose Javon Kinlaw on the defensive line, who has had a lot of um, – had a huge year last year. They get uh, Holinsky back, uh, who is kind of up and down, de dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, he's not going to have a lot of experience to throw to. Um, I think it's going to be a tough year for South Carolina this year. Um, they do have a really good secondary. Uh, they probably have two corners that could go in the first round. Um, they have Chance, too, and J.C. Horn. And then um, the other kid's name is – it's a weird – it's like um, – let me look it up because it's a weird name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, let me find it on here. It's Muku, Mukuamu or something like that. Um, they think he could go first round. And then J.C. Horn's the big, big, good corner. Um, so that's really like their biggest plus. Um, they lost their almost five-star freshman running back to a torn meniscus, I think is what he did. So he's probably out for a torn ACL or something. He's probably out for the year. Um, and they were going to really lean on him in the running game. So I don't know what they're going to do there. 
Uh, Mush Champs on the hot seat. I I I personally do. I, I think Mush Champ is definitely on the hot seat, and the reason I think that is because I think there's not going to be a lot of competition where South Carolina can go out and get whatever team they want. When you think about an all SEC schedule, though, I just I I don't see I don't see the wins there. Tennessee, Georgia, or Tennessee, Florida, Vandy, uh, Auburn, LSU, A and M, Old Miss, Mizzou, Georgia. Kentucky. The line for the Gamecocks is set at three and a half. What do you think, Caleb? You think they got three and a half? You think they got four wins in them? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't see them there. Maybe one, two. Maybe. Let me, let me give you a little statistic, Caleb. I I I think they lose to Kentucky. They lose to Georgia. They Ole Miss is a top toss up. Uh, Missouri could be a toss up. What about Tennessee? They lose to LSU. They lose to Auburn. Oh, Tennessee's going to stomp them. They lose to Florida. They lose to Tennessee. Hang so on. they beat Vanderbilt. I see two wins on that schedule for sure, and I don't think they can get a man. In the last, that's tough. It's three and a half. Is that what you said? Yeah. I think it's the last fifteen years Tennessee I has think only they go won three and seven. In the last fifteen years, Tennessee has only beat South Carolina at South Carolina one time. Ten years. Ten years. Tennessee's 15. a different team this year, though. You'll See, they say that every me. year, though. Tennessee was top twenty-five last year too, weren't they? Yeah, they well, lost. they're going to prove they it. lost to Georgia State. They're going to prove year And the year before that, I think they were. Uh, no, that, that's when they were bad, bad. But um, all I'm saying is Tennessee has not won at South Carolina, but one time in like fifteen years. Yeah. He said they all. The guy, I listened to a podcast um, earlier this week on South Carolina, and he said Tennessee and um, South Carolina is always close no matter what. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I see it, that. I mean, there's a lot of game with teams that you know have that kind of rival where it's yeah. no matter what, they're always. Close. I got a hot take for the Vols in my what is it? next coming. So three and a half, you said. Yeah, what do you got over under? I don't think Caleb just because Caleb went under. Yeah, just because Helensky is, he does have experience, but he was also playing hurt last year. Um, they don't have any big pass catchers. Um, they just lost their starting running back. New OC though. Mike New OC, they, which apparently they're praising Bobo because he's and they completely brought, they like brought Colin Hill, who we from saw shred, Colorado shred State, the razor but he's hurt. Okay. Um, they said he's he's dealing with some kind of injury, um, but um, they do have a lot of. I think they lost one O lineman, so they do have that going for him. But I just don't see how they can score. Their defense is gonna have to carry him, and I don't think their D line's very good after they lost um. um Going blank, they lost him. Javon Kinlaw. Yeah. So, um, I think under. Okay, Jake's going under. Caleb went under. I I see, I see one guaranteed win on the schedule, and I think that's Vandy. I see toss ups. Um, with like you said, um, maybe Tennessee. I still think Tennessee is a better team this year. I see toss up maybe, um, with Mizzou. I think Mizzou and Vandy are about as close as it's going to get for them. Uh, I've got to go under, dude. I, I'm not even anywhere near uh, three guaranteed wins, much less looking for the fourth. Uh, so we're all we're all going under there. All right, next we are headed to the long checkout line of Kroger Field. <laughs> the Kentucky Wildcats fighting Mike Stoops. All right, uh, Kentucky man, it, they're an interesting team every year, man. I love that they're scrappy, they're tough. Uh, Terry Wilson, he's back at quarterback. If you guys remember, he started for a couple years. Uh, he got injured last year, and they had the debacle uh, with uh, what's his name, uh, Bowden. Uh, and he uh, he played man. That was that was probably one of the better coaching performances I've seen with what they got out of uh, out of um, uh, Bowden last year. Uh, as I said before, uh, Joey Gatewood, he's a transfer from Auburn. Uh, he comes in, but I think he's going to be backing up Terry Wilson. Um, they lost some 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 guys on the uh, the linebacking core, but they've got a really fast uh, secondary that they're looking to lean on uh, this year. And they also returned four out of five on the O line, uh, which I think here in a minute Caleb's going to talk to us about uh, one of the best O lines in the nation uh, at Tennessee. Uh, I think Kentucky's right right there with them, uh, you know. So experience at quarterback, experience at O line, in this year where practices have been a little bit short, no spring ball. I think that's a recipe for uh, success. Uh, looking at the schedule, and I'll go ahead and give you guys the over-under on Kentucky. It's set at four and a half. But looking at the schedule, it sets up pretty good for them. Uh, that first game against Auburn, that's pretty cool. Uh, Gatewood gets to go um, gets to go back 
uh, to, to the Plains. Uh, but after Auburn, they've got Ole Miss. They've got Mississippi State, all winnable games. They've got Tennessee. Uh, I think the Tennessee-Kentucky game is one of the most exciting games on the slate of the whole SEC season. Um, that's going to be a battle in the trenches. Um, they got Georgia. That's probably going to be a loss. But then they get Mizzou win. They get Vandy win. And in the sandwich in between there, they got an open date uh, where they move into a big game against Alabama. And I think Kentucky, uh, they always play Bama tough. They always play teams they're not supposed to beat tough. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see that, um, that game against Bama. And I'll tell you who Bama plays the week before that. That's LSU. So I think if Bama does get a loss, I can see it right there at Kentucky. Um, and then they finished out the year with Georgia or with the Florida Gators. I think that's a that's probably a loss. And then um, at South Carolina. So with the over under set at four and a half, I've got to go over. Uh, I'm all in on Kentucky. I think it's a six and four, maybe even a seven and three season. I don't. I think seven and three is a stretch, but I do think they go over. I think it's uh, six and four. Yeah, I see five for wins. sure wins on this list right now. So I'm going to go with the over as well. Okay. Jake, um, what do you think? I'm going over. I'm going over as well. I like I like Kentucky. And like I said, I think this year, you know, if the season plays out, oh, man, I really hope it does play out. Because it's going to be this, every week, man, there's awesome games. Except every for week. week one. That's week, about it. Week one. But you got to think you got Kentucky-Auburn. That's probably the game of the week right there. Um, I think um, – Mississippi State, uh, Florida will be fun too. And that Tennessee, South Carolina should be interesting too. Yes. Yep. Um, but um, I think that uh, man, th- this Kentucky schedule looks looks really good, and uh, man, I I know they've got six wins in them, so I, I got to take the over. We're all on the consensus of the over. All right. So the next, as promised, Caleb. Hey, oh, my, my team. I'm riding high on the Tennessee Volunteers this year. You guys were talking about how. Uh, they lost to, uh, what was that team? Georgia, Georgia State. State and yeah. BYU. But they they won seven of their last eight games and finished third in the SEC. So Jeremy Pruitt's got them guys fired up, and I think it's just going to carry into this and, year. And they beat a good uh, in, was Indiana team in the bowl yeah. game, and that was a really good game. So, yeah, they're, they're on top right now. They're probably going to have the, if not one of the best, the best offensive lines in the SEC this year. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, Cade Mays gets that waiver from uh, Georgia. He's a Georgia guy coming over to play uh, to play on the offensive line. And then uh, they averaged 4.1 yards per carry last season, which was I think that was the best in the SEC. And then uh, so and they got their they got some impressive guys there to run the ball for them behind that big offensive line. So um, the biggest thing I can see for offense is they they need some consistency at the quarterback position. They don't have they have one guy who's a senior. He's coming back, but he didn't really have that great of stats or uh, very much production. But he's back and has has some uh, leadership for them. So we'll see how that goes. And then uh, Tennessee, they're going to be good on defense. They have uh, a freshman All-American in Henry Toto. I just love that love that name. He had 72 tackles last year. And then he's uh, uh, Quavarius Crouch, who played next to him. I love that name Quavarius. as well. <laughs> They Toto, have the best Toto Crouch combo. <laughs> Toto Crouch twenty twenty. <laughs> Toto Crouch on the on the tackle. But uh those guys are good. They're gonna be really good this year on defense. Their their D line's gonna be pretty solid. They got two returning uh outside guys that uh can rush the rush the quarterback. So I think Tennessee is gonna be good. I think they're gonna step it up this year. Um like you guys were saying earlier, every Tennessee's always hyped up and then they under underachieve. Well, I think they they came to play the last half of the season, and I think they're just gonna roll that over to this year, and I think they're gonna et- upset somebody. All right, like the Florida Taters. All right, so the uh, the over under for the balls is set at five and a half. What do you got, Jake? Um, I think it's gonna be under. I think they beat South Carolina, Mizzou right out the gate. I think they go two and zero. I think they lose to Georgia, Kentucky, and Bama. So I think they get three losses in a row. They have a bye week. Um, I think that's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia, Kentucky, Bama right there. So I think that's three losses. They get a bye week for Arkansas. So they probably get that win. That's, that's save, three. That saves them is the bye. Yeah. They get that's three right there. Uh I think they lose to A and M and Auburn. They beat Vandy, so that's four. And then they lose to Florida. Gotcha. Gotcha. To end the in the year. 
Yeah. Right, so you're going you're going uh, under the five yep. and a half, Jake. Yep. Caleb, you said you're high on these boys. What do you got? Oh, I'm going way over. Oh, way over. They only lose two games this way year. Over. Two games. Yeah. Who are they losing to? Oh, they're they're not losing to nobody. <laughs> Why can't I find the picture? Oh. Tennessee, South Carolina win. That's one. Missouri win. Okay. Georgia toss up. Win. <laughs> oh, toss up. For Georgia, Kentucky win. Arkansas win. A&M toss-up. Auburn, that's a win. Vanderbilt's a win, and Florida's a win. So that's one, two, they're three, gonna four, be, they're gonna beat five, Florida. six, seven wins. Florida and Auburn? Okay, I see at least six wins, and then the rest are toss-ups. But I think they win one of those that's games not, and go 73. Yeah, I mean, six wins. That's six, yeah. six but they're going to be Florida for sure at the end of the fair. year. That's fair. You could say six wins and then some toss-ups. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I got to go uh, under on the Vols. I think it's a five-and-five five team. I think they've got losses you guys at. Guys are hating, man. I got losses at Georgia. I got losses at Kentucky. I got losses at A and M. I got a losses at Auburn and a loss at the Florida Gators. Five and five you're, on the season. You're saying Kentucky's going to beat them? Not a chance. Kentu- oh, they're going to they're going to put seventy on Kentucky. Right. Let the record show: Kentucky will beat Tennessee. Says I, I agree. Says I, and says Jake. No way. Caleb says no. Let the I record so. show. That's fine. I'm going to write that down. Balls, cats by cats, cats by less than cats over balls. Cats are not by balls, says Nate. Okay, all right. So the next team on the list, we are going to uh, Jake. You were up, right, sir? Yeah. You want me to do Arkansas this time, or you want me to do it very, very last? We're gonna do very, very last. Okay, because so that's my last one. Okay, right? that's the last team. All right, so I will give you coming to you the reigning, defending. National champion, the Bengal Tigers of LSU, the Fighting Eddios. All right, so the to say that the defending national champions lost a little bit would be an understatement. Uh, they lost over forty percent of their team, not forty percent of their starters, forty percent of their production, forty percent of the entire team. They had a record number of draft picks. Um, we've got Miles Brennan taking over at the quarterback for Joe Burrow. Um, they lost a first-round draft pick in Clyde Edwards-Elair, but the good news is the running back room is loaded. It's filled with four- and five-star studs. Um, Eddie O says the running game this year will be better, will be better than last year. And last year they had the second-rated by Pro Football Focus College Edition. Um, that was last year. Uh, John Emery, he's a projected starting and running back. Uh, he is supposed to be a beast. Um, they they said that they've probably got five guys in the running back room that are potential first round draft picks, so um, no uh, no Joe Brady, um, so uh, they may just uh, hand they the ball. I lost their uh, defensive coordinator too, hand right? The ball off, yeah, yeah. Where'd he go? Do you remember? He's a head coach at Baylor. Is it Baylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda. Yeah. yeah. So um, the running back room is loaded. Uh, they have a new kid. He's a freshman. He's a tight end slash wide receiver hybrid. He's 250 pounds. He runs a 4-4. His name's Eric Gilbert. He's the highest rated tight end in 24-7's rating history. Um, and I've listened to some press conferences and Miles Brennan. Um, you could just tell uh, when the players are talking about uh, this Eric Gilbert guy, they're like, he's, he's a real deal. And they had Thaddeus Moss last year who put up some really good numbers. Uh, and apparently this guy's not even in the same world. Uh, they returned the Blindikoff winner, Jameer Chase. Uh, he's back. He was the nation's best wide receiver last year. And uh, he is apparently improved based on the press conferences. Um, so that's that's pretty scary. Uh, they've got him, and then that, uh, that Gilbert guy is going to line up in the slot. He's going to line up um, at tight end. So their offense still should be pretty explosive if Miles Brendan can just get the ball around. Um the only question for me is how motivated uh, are those guys that, that did return going to be? Uh, they had a cornerback, Kerry Vincent. He was he was one of their better cornerbacks. He he opted out uh, in prep for the draft. Um, so I'm wondering if uh, J- Jamar Chase is you know maybe they drop a game and he decides hey I don't really have much to prove. Um, I'll see you guys. Uh, I'll see you guys on the flip side. I'll come back on a Saturday and watch a game while I'm playing in the pros. Uh, the defense kind of, like you said, alluded to, Jake gets a new look. Uh, Bo Pelini comes from, uh, he was former Nebraska coach. He was at Youngstown State, uh, head coach after that. Uh, he comes in and he takes over the defense. Um, 
and that defense is very, very thin when it comes to experience, especially with the opt-outs. Um, <laughs> Eddie O, he seems to be uh, confident like normal. Um, he, he's super high on some young DNs and young defensive interior line. Uh, but we'll see, man. That's all That's all coach talk. Um, basically, uh, to sum up the, the Tigers, they've got lots of young talent, um, but uh, I wonder how that turns into win. Um, I know kind of in our talks, though, guys, it uh, seems like a lot of people are riding off LSU uh, as just, you know, good, decent, got some toss-ups on the schedule. Uh, you guys, what do you guys think about LSU? The over-under for LSU is set at 7.5. I think they just lost too much last year. I, I agree. How do you replace the best team in college football history? Well, it was it was a perfect. Plus, they lost a, uh, d- the OC. Oh, so Joe Brady. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's gone. Well, Steven Insminger, right? He's he's still Technically there. Technically, he wasn't but their OC. How much was he calling? Right? I think Brady was the one doing. Yeah, it. he yeah. was calling all the plays. Yeah. So, uh, but man, they got they they have a lot of talent. Um, oh, they do. So so here's how their schedule looks out, and then I'll go first. They got Mississippi State. I think that's a win. The Vols. That's a loss. Or excuse me, that's a win. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mizzou win. Uh, Florida. I think that's a toss up. I think Florida does get them this year. Um, South Carolina win. Auburn. I think that's a toss-up. Alabama, I think Alabama gets them this year. Hogs, that's a I mean, win. Uh, A&M, toss-up, and Old Miss. So, man, I really think uh, 7.5 is a really good number. Um, it, it's tough. But I, I think Jake's over here. He's pushing down. I, I agree, man. I think this is a 7-3 and three team. Uh, I think they've got, loss, I I think they've yeah, got losses at Bama. A&M. Maybe I think they either lose against A and M or Auburn, one of the two, and they lose at Florida. So I think their two lock losses are, George, uh, yeah, Florida, and Bama, and then they they lose one of the Auburn or A and M games. So I agree. Like I said before, A and M, Auburn, and LSU are all in the same realm. I think I think with Auburn probably being a little bit less, but I think LSU is a seven and three team. So I'm going under, Caleb. Oh, under for sure. Okay, I, I think they. Sure I think they under. lose to A and M. They lose to Florida, and they lose to uh, uh, Alabama. Alabama. So, yeah. yeah, Alabama. That's okay. what I was looking for. All right, Caleb takes the under. Jake. Same. Jake's going under. Yeah, Jake's been. He's been hand motioning over here. Yep. So, all right. So next on the list, Caleb, tell us about those A and M fighting Jimbo Fishers. Yeah. The. Uh, I think A and M is going to be pretty good this year. Kellen Mond, how how, how many years has he been uh, their quarterback? Like eighteen, three. He's a seventh year senior. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's returning. He's arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC that's returning. Um, their defense is going to be a Jimbo Fisher defense. They're going to be they're going to be they're going to be good. They got a bunch of NFL potential on that uh, on that defense. Returning quite a few guys and. Um, yeah, they yeah, got. I they think got they're going to be pretty decent this year. Sixteen to twenty-one. I think they're seven and three team. Sixteen to twenty-one returning. Yeah, uh, and that that running back is named Spiller. Spiller. Yes, man, he was good last year, so he 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 tore it up in some games. So, all right, so the over ender on the A and M Aggies is six and a half. Six and a half. Um, they've got games: Vandy, Bama, followed by Florida, Mississippi State Open. Arkansas Razorbacks, South Carolina, Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU, and Auburn. Finishing the year at Auburn. So, uh, what do you think on this one, Jake? We'll go to you first. Six and a half Six is the half. over under on A and M. Under. Oh. Oof. Oh. I think they only win six. Oh. I see wins at Vandy. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think. Okay, so I think they beat Vandy. Lose to Bama. Lose to Florida. Nope. I think they beat Mississippi State. Okay. So that's two. They beat Arkansas. That's three. Because um, they have a bye week right before Arkansas too, um, they beat South Carolina. That's four. Beat Tennessee. That's five. Beat Ole Miss. That's six. And I think they lose to LSU Auburn at the end of the year. LSU Auburn. Okay. I mean Tennessee. I could think be they a split loss games too. between LSU and Auburn. They they win one and lose one of those. I think it'll be Auburn, not LSU. But that's just me. I'm gonna go with the over. I say it's seven and three. Uh, hey, I'm right there with you, uh, Caleb. I I agree. Like I said, I think the combination of LSU, Auburn, and A&M. Gus is going to get one one of those games. LSU is going to get one. 
and so is A and M. So I'm gonna go the over. I think they're seven and three. I think LSU is seven and three, and I think Auburn is probably six and four. Uh, I took them on the uh, the over of five uh, and a half. So I, I think uh, it's A and M has a lot of talent, especially returning. So Kib, you went over as well. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. All right, so the over, over, over. Uh, two teams on the on the slate here. Uh, we didn't do a lot of research. I think it's mainly good because they're they're down at the bottom of the list. Um, the Missouri Tigers. Uh, they've got um, Eli Drinkwitz taking over uh, for Barry Odom at the head coach. They they were not good last year. Um, not a lot um, of positivity coming out of that camp this year. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, they do have games where they get to play South Carolina, Arkansas, Vandy uh, are kind of the bottom tier teams that they play on the list. Um, is this a team that everybody's writing off, rightfully so, or what do you guys think? The over-under is set at three and a half. I don't even know who their coordinators are. <laughs> I just know Drinkwitz. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Who, I didn't even see. I didn't see any news on who he hired. Yeah, I have no I, idea. Last I heard, he's, he's, not even, he's pulling a little Chad Morris and not saying anything about who the starting quarterback is on the first Chad. day. He's going to throw off Bama. And we all, we all saw who, how that worked out. So. Yeah, I think he took over a very, very good App State team. Yeah. And I think that made him look a lot better than he is. Scott Satterfield is, you could see by what he did at Louisville, Yeah, how, yeah. how good of a coach he is. Yeah, I think so. Drinkwitz was not a good hire. Personally, by Mizzou. Ooh, hot take. Is that? I don't think that's a hot take. I I hot think take? I think we need to put us in, one of those uh, actions in there. Yeah. Hot take. One of the buttons. Yeah. Yeah. That he can press. Launch pad button. Yeah. So I think Mizzou took who they could, who they had left, or who wanted to go there. Yeah. I don't think they had because I don't think Drinkwitz. I don't even like I said. You don't even know who his coordinators are. Right. At least for Arkansas, they're worse than Mizzou, but everybody knows who their coordinators are. Everybody knows what Pittman's doing. You know. Well, I, I think I think about it this way. Like with Mizzou. Um, the Drinkowitz and Pittman hire, they seem kind of similar to me just because of the fact they were kind of later in the game. And they're two coaches that, you know, Drinkowitz is, is a really smart football mind, and Pittman's just a great recruiter, offensive guy. You know what I mean? So they've each got these one categories that they're really good at. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, kind of how it plays out. Personally, I think three and a half, dude, is just is way too much. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I I'm, see, uh, I'm going under, and yeah, I, I think it's more like two wins. I see three toss-ups on that one. I'm not confident they'll win any, any of, of them or lose any of them. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm going to say under also. I will say uh, week number um, nine, South Carolina and Mizzou, that may be the game that Will Muschamp is, is playing for his job or is coaching for his job. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, obviously they got to beat Vandy. So I, I think it looks like more like two wins from – Two wins for Mizzou and two wins for South Carolina, if we're being honest about it. Uh, Kev, you going under? Yes. yes Kev's I am. going under. We haven't had much uh, much controversy today except for no. the, the volunteers and all that. And then, uh, Jake, you're going under on Mizzou. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Vandy. Uh, we're going to make this interesting with Vandy. Uh, we're going to go over under .5. Under, half over game. under half a game. So are they going to get a win or are they not? Jake is shaking his head. No, he says no, sir. Well, let me hang on. Let me look at their schedule real quick. Why the SEC not schedule Arkansas and Vandy? They they did a really bad injustice by not doing that. The only game they could win is Tennessee. Yeah, because they don't play Arkansas. That's not going to happen. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mizzou. The only game they could win is Mizzou. My bad. And I don't think I do. I think Mizzou. That's at Mizzou too. Yeah, and I think I think Mizzou's just the program way, way ahead of Vandy. Vandy. Dude, they got like nothing. They no, because they lost Keyshawn Vaughn too. I don't know who their quarterback is. I don't know who their running back is. I don't know who. At least they had Keyshawn Vaughn last year. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn was a stud yeah, last year. Um, he their, co- a, their coach's name Mason, um, right? Um, Derek Mason. Derek Mason. Yeah. yeah I feel bad for him because I feel like he's like a good. He reminds me of Charlie Strong. Like, yeah. I feel like he's a good guy a good and dude, stuff, yeah. but he's just not. Well, and that's not. Why may would, not be a bad coach? Why would you? Just, why would you want that job? I don't know. It's hard academically. It's hard to recruit there because all the schools around you. You know what I mean? If you can get into Vanderbilt, why would you not go to uh, Notre Dame? Why would you not go to Stanford? Yeah. It's like Northwestern. Yeah. Like, why would you go to Northwestern if you can go to Notre Dame? It's right down the road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you're not, you know, Northwestern just gets those recruits that are like three stars that are smart enough to get in. And I feel like three stars doesn't get it done in the SEC. No. No. You know, not, not as like. 
three stars across the board. Right. You know what I mean? When we're looking at LSU and they got five potential first round draft picks in one running back room. You know. So <sighs> all right. So is the consensus under? Is anybody going over? Uh, I don't think so. I can't make myself go over. <laughs> I don't think they win a game. I don't think they win a game. All right, hot take. I'm going over. You really? Who do they beat? The, who do they beat? You give me over. I don't know. Mizzou. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> South Carolina. Know. I'm just saying, dude. They got to get one. They got to get one. They don't have to. <laughs> they no. <laughs> who they beat last year? Uh, I don't. No one in. No conference. one in the SEC. Yeah. Arkansas hasn't won a conference game since two years. 2016. Three years. Yeah. 2016. So 17, 18, 19. Yep. Clean blank slate. Ouch. Speaking of that, Jake, the consensus is in. We're all going uh, on the under except for me. I'm going over. I think Vandy's going to win a half game. Let's hear it, Jake. Hometown, Arkansas. Razorback fighting Sam Pittman. <laughs> Sam Pittman. This is my final record for Arkansas for the year. I'll change it in my own head, but this is it for the podcast. All right. It's three and seven. Re- Jake, I think they go three and seven. That's a bold pick. You heard it here first. I think they three go three and seven. seven. All right, Jake. Tell us about the Razorbacks. What do they got going? What are they doing good? And then we'll, um, we'll pick some overs. The thing that worries me about Arkansas is their defense. I'm not worried about their offense at all. I don't. I don't know why people. I think they got enough talent in there to, if they have the right coach, they, they can have be decent. Legit SEC talent in offense. I mean, Felipe Franks was at was a starting quarterback for Florida, uh, and you got Burks and Knox who were. Burks was basically a five-star. Knox was close to a five-star. And you got Hayden Henry, who is um, uh, like the second-ranked tight end in the nation. You got Rakeem Boyd, who's considered by most probably be the second or third-best running back in the SEC. How's the O-line? The O-line is worrisome, <laughs> but there's ways you can get around that. And who's their coach? Worry a lot. Um, hmm? The head coach is a O-line guy. So. He is. Well, he's our, I mean, uh, the whole line's over 300 pounds now. Which last year, okay, well, last year they were like 280 combined or, that, or uh, average. Put on that quarantine 25. So that's good that he's getting them to add muscle and stuff like that. Uh, at least be somewhat big up front because they looked like a bunch of, like me. It looked like me lined up all five across <laughs> across the board. And you're, I mean, you're, you're no, a little, he- little hefty, but yeah. You're not. Uh, but you only, only got two C's on there, not three. I think, yeah. Just two, maybe uh, one and a half. <laughs> Give me one and a half. <laughs> a little asterisk over there. Um, I think there's a lot of toss-up games. That it's not a three and seven like I think they're going to win. But I think it's there's three toss-up games that I think they could win. So they're going to get all three of the toss-up games. I mean, saying. I'm I'm going to say they're three. I, I'll give them. So if it's a toss-up, that makes me think it'd be like 50-50, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think so all, all their wins are going to be 50-50. <laughs> I mean, that's just what I it is. I think all their wins are going to be like 80-20. And they they either win or they don't. I mean, <laughs> they either win or they don't. That's what I think. I think um, I think there's a couple. They could uh, su- surprise some people with their offense because I think Kendall Bryles is a very, very good offense coordinator. Yeah. So, so on, on the Facebook, everybody seems to be kind of high on the hogs. We've had we've had six and four come out. We've had. Um, yeah, that's not. Yeah, we've had uh, seven and three come out. Mm. We've had zero and ten, one and nine, two and eight, everything. We've had it all, but uh, I don't think they go zero and ten. The seven and three and the six and four uh, was a little bit interesting. Okay, um, I think it, it's going to be interesting to see how the it biggest plays out. difference for me this year than what it was last year is it seems like the players are coming out and like praising Pittman. Like I, I, I don't remember They're bought in. Yeah, I don't remember players coming out and praising Chad Morris. Yeah, you know, like he seemed like man, he never. It, it, he came out and said, you know, we're gonna left play, you know, hammer down, and then he's like, we're like twenty five percent through our playbook. I think he realized he didn't have the talent. Yeah, and then but, but the thing is with Bryles, he said like we're eighty percent done with our playbook. Like yeah. I've got almost all of it incorporated, and you know everybody, you know the players that came out and said multiple times that you know Pittman's done a great job. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I think the players will want to play for him, and I think that makes a big difference. All right, so let's look at the schedule, and then I'll give you what the number is. Uh, they open up the, in the scheduling committee. Did them no favors, as your no, uh, check said, the hardest schedule in the history of football. But they start out with a trip to or yeah. a, a game Georgia at, here. at Georgia. No, Georgia's here. Yeah, at or yeah, home for Georgia, yeah. uh, at Mississippi State, mm-hmm. at Auburn, home for Old Miss. They got to open. They go to A and M. Um, they've got home at Tennessee or home, yeah, home for Tennessee at the Swamp. LSU comes here. They go to Mizzou, 
and then they finish out the year with a cupcake and the Alabama Crimson Tide. So, uh, on and they get the, they get them <laughs> I at, see that. they get them at home. So, man, th- this schedule is relentless. Brutal. They get they get the best teams, um, the top three teams in the East. Th- they've got like uh, with the with the watered down uh, with the watered down season, they've got uh, every team, but I think two is going to be a top twenty five team, and they've probably got five teams in the top ten. Uh, Georgia, Auburn, Florida, LSU, Bama, Bama and then Tennessee probably, um, maybe even A and M. A and M's the top. They could have top se- twenty five. I bet they got seven teams in the top fifteen on their schedule. That's a ridiculous. That's yeah, crazy. it's insane. Yeah, seven out of ten, top twenty five, top top fifteen. I would say. I th- so, I think they lose their first three. I think they lose Georgia, at Mississippi State, and Auburn. I think they beat Ole Miss. I really that's, don't think Ole that's Miss. That's who I was thinking they'd beat too. I don't think Ole Miss is good. I don't. My, um, Mike Leach, uh, Lane Kiffin. I think they didn't even do anything on the recruiting trail. Trail as far as I, yeah. I know we're above them, as far as recruiting. I just don't think. I don't even know who their coordinators are. And Lane Kiffin hasn't really said a whole bunch. I haven't really heard a lot from Ole Miss. Right. Uh, but I think they beat Ole Miss. I think they lose at A and M. Um. I think they're surprised. Now I'm debate uh, my two are Tennessee, Mississippi State. I think they either surprise Tennessee because that is later in the season, and um, I believe when Tennessee plays us, yeah, they, um, yeah, uh, hang on, yeah. So when yeah, I think their surprise game could be Tennessee um, or Miss at Mississippi State because Mississippi State plays LSU the week before us, which yeah. is week one, and then. They play us. So, I think Mississippi State or um, Tennessee are the two. Their second win, one of the two. Okay. And then I think they beat Mizzou. The the over-under is set at one and a half. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you got, Jake? You said seven I think and three. Three. You three think and seven. Get, you think they get three and seven? Uh, yeah, I think so. so I'll, give them, I'll give them I'll, – I'll go two and eight. I'll go more realistic. I'll go two and eight. I okay. think they beat so Mizzou you, and Ole Miss you're going for o- sure. over. Yep. Okay. I'll go over. Okay. Caleb? I really don't want to sound like a homer here, but I agree with Jake. I think Ole Miss. That's okay. I don't know. I'll level. I'll level it out for us. <laughs> you go under. You gonna go, go under. under. Yeah, dude. I, I think if they. Get, I guess I'll go. Over. If they get one, I think we celebrate. Honestly, I mean, you got to think, dude. The schedule is brutal. Uh, like I said, I, I think their one is like <laughs> Ole Miss or Missouri. They haven't been able to beat Missouri in what three or four years, um, maybe even five years. So that they haven't done good in that rivalry since they made up a rivalry, which I don't like. Uh, they got LSU the week before that. They end at Bama. Um, I, honestly, I think Pittman can keep them going. But once you once you're going to the swamp on November 14th, you're either one one and six or whatever it is, or you're zero and seven. Man, that's you, so you don't think they beat Ole Miss? Your morale is down. The biggest reason I, I think, think that's their chance. I think the biggest reason I think chance. they beat Ole Miss is because Ole Miss the week before they play us plays Bama. And I think Lane Kiffin's going to have their guys prepared for Bama. I think they're going to get murdered. And then I think it's going to be gonna really be, hard for him to get his team focused for Arkansas. The air's out of the tires yeah. by the time they hit Fayetteville. That's, yeah. a, that's a good chance. Like I said, they, they may be one They may be one and you know, one and six going to the Swamp with the Swamp, LSU, and then their, their chance to win at Mizzou uh, just blown away. You know, um, man, that's I a, think that's Mizzou's going to be bad. I, I think they beat Mizzou. Here's my hot take for Arkansas. They're going to lose those first three games, right? Yeah. They're going to play Ole Miss and lose. Fayetteville is going to party so hard that everyone gets COVID <laughs> and they can't play or lose the rest of the season. So they're one and nine. <laughs> I think um, – Is that a hot take? Yeah, Mizzou doesn't hot. have near the talent that Arkansas has offensively. I, I agree. I agree. Or you, defensively. Yeah, I agree. And I think they have better coordinators – um, better quarterback. I just don't see. I don't think Mizzou's. I think Mizzou's going to be very, very bad. Yeah, I yeah. really do. I don't. I think. I don't think Arkansas is going to be great, but I think they're going to look a lot better than they have. Um, I don't think they surprise anybody. Right. Besides maybe Mississippi State, if that's even a surprise. I don't know if that's even considered a surprise. We'd have to see what the spread is. Yeah. Because the spread on the Georgia game is only like twenty three. Right. Something ridiculous. Yeah, like should, I'm going, it should, it should be like fifty. It be, yeah, I'm gonna go way over on that one. Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. How is yeah. that such a low? Yeah. Sp- I don't know. It's yeah. such a low spread. I think it's like the whole COVID scenario. Yeah. All right. So 
Um, that kind of wraps up our season um, preview of the SEC with the over and unders. Uh, we're we were pretty close, all uh, unanimous on mostly everything. Uh, Jake, I'm going to give you one uh, little second here before we wrap up the show. We're getting at an hour, so we're getting we're getting uh, on here pretty long. So thanks for sticking with us, guys. Um, SEC championship game, January 19th or December 19th. Who you got? Bama, Georgia. Bama, Georgia. Caleb. Oh, that was a safe pick. Bama, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee's not making it. Oh, uh, Bama! I'm gonna write this down. We got Bama. And no, Georgia. I'll change my A and M in Tennessee. Uh, he's gonna see. He's gonna say Bama, Florida, and Tennessee. Florida's his team. Okay, I like that. I'm definitely saying uh, I got Florida, not Georgia, and not and Bama, Alabama, because okay, that's a safe. I've pick. seen. Those parties at those tailgates, everyone's getting COVID. They're all going to go down. <laughs> all right. Caleb, Caleb says, uh, the <laughs> by factor of COVID uh, and, and default. But uh, anyways, hey, thanks, guys. This has been the Kick 6 Podcast. Uh, we'll wrap it up. We will see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>